Have you ever wondered what makes Eagle Theater possible? It's you in a world of Netflix, Amazon Prime, and YouTube. It's your loyalty to Eagle Theater that makes first-run movies here a thing. And we want to say thank you with the annual popcorn bucket. Buy the annual bucket and you're set to save. When you buy the bucket, we'll fill it for free. And each time you come back for another visit, we'll fill it for just $3.50. Buy the bucket, support the Eagle Theater, and save. This episode of the Nerd Up Podcast made possible in part by Eagle Theater. Visit them online at eagletheater.net and by Classic Hits WTYE. Listen online at WTYEFM.com and made possible by proud supporters just like you. Now, come on, baby, tell me who's the nerd. Nerd Up, y'all. It's time for the Nerd Up Podcast, and here's your pod hosts, Guilty Wilson. Nerd Up! Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Up Podcast. I'm Guilty Wilson, along with... Tony Collins. That's right. We're going to bring you some more nerdy goodness because, well, we had a break. Yeah, the holidays came and went, and... Uh, COVID came yeah. and went. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the most miserable two weeks of my life. I was going to say, this is the first time I felt comfortable being this close to you <laughs> in uh, about two, two and a half weeks. So. Well, I have my sense of taste back, so uh, well, that's you know, good. I, well, can, I can go licking things again. Uh, that's debatable. <laughs> I don't know if you've Wait. ever had a sense of taste. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I got smell back. Does that count? <laughs> well, I know you were saying that you went through a tremendous amount of hot sauce during that Oh, yes, weeks, I did. Because it was just the so only Thing you could taste. Yeah. I don't know if it was a matter of taste or a feeling of my mouth on fire, but either way, I went through the hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Everything had hot sauce on it, even my donuts. But uh, that's a different story. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it was miserable. And, I mean, there, there was two weeks. And, of course, the, like you said, the holidays. Uh, we kind of knew that it was going to be iffy during the holidays with right. our schedules. And uh, we said, and that's kind of what we did on that last episode we did. was kind of like, well, let's just wipe out things for the year. But then a bunch of nerdy stuff came along during that break. Well, and let's talk about Spider-Man. Oh, and, my uh, gosh. It was. Uh, and... <laughs> We are we are far enough removed from the debut of Spider-Man No Way Home that if you haven't seen it, yeah. kiss my butt. We're going to spoil the hell out of it. Yeah. It's so, been a month. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Well, for one thing, uh, as you know, I'm, I'm, I've been a Spider-Man fan since I guess about the age of eight or nine. Right. And a huge Spider-Man fan. And all the movies that have come out until, well, the Marvel, this they just kind of slipped in Spider-Man. They didn't really explain anything. They just said, hey, here he is. You know, and then the then the uh, Sony movies of Tom Holland, Spider Man, um, they were they were they were good. Again, they just never told us his backstory or anything. Right. We and no, Which but nobody I'm really fine cared. With. Yeah. I've seen Uncle Ben die like <laughs> four times, or two or three times now. Well, and, apparently, and I'm over it. Apparently, he didn't have to die. Yeah, apparently, he didn't have to die. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, and so uh, you know. I've always I've got issues like the 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 organic uh, webs from Tobey Maguire's Spider Man that always bugged me. Uh, I mean Sam Raimi, I'm like, dude, have you not read a Spider Man right. comic? <laughs> you know, I mean that bugged me. Uh, of course, the venom from that was weird too. Uh, <laughs> well, and the organic webs just bring up some unnecessary questions <laughs> if you right? ask me. And the beautiful thing about the Spider Man No Way Home. They addressed some of those. Andrew Garfield un- asked quest- those questions. Yeah. <laughs> so that so it comes out of you. <laughs> and it, I love that. Is it the only place it comes out of? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's, those are questions I had, you know, when they first came out. I'm like, how? Okay, wait, what else? <laughs> but Andrew Garfield, he 
approach that during the movie. Whether it was on script or not, I don't care. <laughs> right. It was there. <laughs> and then, uh, but this was a great conglomeration of Spider-Man's complete, the, the Spider-Man-ness of right. him. You know, um, you've had the, you got the three Spider-Men coming in. Uh, and this was one of the movies, okay, we saw Endgame. And Endgame had the people in the audience clapping and, you know, cheering and stuff. Right. I don't think it was nearly as much as the Spider-Man, was it No Way Home? Yeah, Yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home. A lot of home stuff, that's all I remember. But yeah, No no Way Home that I've seen, when I saw it, sure I saw it with a bunch of college students. I was going to say, you saw it with (laughs) a bunch of college nerds. Yes, (laughs) but but they were, I mean, as soon as like when uh, uh, Matt Murdock stops that brick, I mean, the the theater just went nuts, you know? Yeah. It's like there's a couple of lines of dialogue we missed because everybody was cheering and stuff. It's, I watched it with my wife, uh-huh. who in that moment, she went, who's that? <laughs> that's that's Daredevil. Well, it's, it's technically, it's Matt Murdock, but it's Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, uh, okay. <laughs> just Did, don't don't you goes, get it? She, she says, didn't Ben Affleck play him? <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> ben Affleck was in a movie when he was the title, and yeah. never mind. But yeah, but when that when that happened, the whole the the place just erupted, and I'm I was you know inside I was like, oh my god, this, and I'm like, yeah, I'm clapping too. This is right. it was so cool because Charlie Cox. I think, sorry, Ben Affleck, I like you, but I think Charlie Cox Cox is a better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and we've been saying for years that uh, of the Marvel or the Netflix Marvel stuff that I'd like to see brought into the MCU, Mm -hmm. Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin were the two that were at the top of my list. Yeah. Uh, You know, I enjoyed uh, Jessica Jones. I enjoyed Luke Cage. I loved Punisher. Uh, Barenthal yeah. would be another one that I'd yeah, like yeah, to yeah. see That'd brought in to the MCU because I think he he's, he did a great job with he that. He did a great job with that character. Um, well, Jessica Jones is always like a side thing with Marvel anyway. It never right. was a main character. I mean, I don't even think she had very long of a run. So I could see that one. You know, not you don't have to, but it'd yeah. be nice. <laughs> and then we all just sort of ignore Iron Fist. Yeah, no, <laughs> they just uh, <laughs> go ahead and recast that. Yeah, re- mm-hmm. re- if you want to do if you want to introduce Iron Fist. I, I make a recommendation. If you're going to reintroduce Iron Fist, if you're going to uh, bring him into the MCU, or even Sony, if they take over and bring in Iron Fist, please make sure it's someone that knows martial arts. Right. <laughs> I, I have nothing against the actor. He just did not know martial arts, and it was a flaw. Yeah. Major flaw. Yeah. So, But yeah, and then to see him stop the brick, and Peter Parker at the same time with their, his hand up, because Spider-Sense, uh-huh. was like, that was just like a cool comic book moment, you yeah. know? Just, if no, they could have stopped the film. Well, and I love that, happy. you know, uh, how did you, how did you do that? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a really good lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. like, oh, that makes sense, okay. Okay, that tracks. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, we uh, went on to uh, see the villains come in, what we thought might have been, could be possibly a Sinister Six kind of thing going on. Right. I mean, you got the lizard. You got Sandman, you got Doc Ock, you got uh, uh, Green Goblin, uh, let's see, Electro, and all they need is Venom or someone else, you know, and right. they can do it as easily. And Venom, at the, according to the uh, post-credit scene, could be. Could be Venom. <laughs> so. Well, and uh, when we're, t- I, we're talking about villains, mm-hmm. you got to tip your cap to Willem Dafoe. Oh, my gosh, he, yeah. I mean, he was awesome when he played the goblin opposite of Tobey Maguire. Right. But I think he cranked it to 11. Yeah. <laughs> and, and watching the physicality of 
him playing Norman Osborn versus the Goblin. It's always been something that I was impressed with. Yeah. But again, it seems like he was just playing it to 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 eleven. Yeah. In yeah. this movie. And I swear to God, I even in the original Tobey Maguire Spider Man where Green Goblin was was the villain. Every time he was Green Goblin, I, I, maybe they use CGI. I don't know, but his face changed too. Yeah. It's he was able to make his face. And okay, he didn't really use CGI. I know. Yeah. But uh, he, but he was, he was very able to Jim Carrey in that yeah, aspect. Yeah. You know, he was able to do things and contort his face and in such a way that. And I've seen fan art of it all over the internet. I really want him to play the Joker. Oh, and, that would be kind of neat. In a DC movie. That would be I, I would love to see him. He could do it. You know, even if he was opposite like uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman or, you mm. know, I think that would be I think that would be a cool Joker. I think he, he could do I think some right. really neat stuff with that. If nothing else, the Riddler. But, I'd yeah, much prefer him as a Joker because, yeah. I mean, he's got the face for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all you sure. got to say. <laughs> but, yeah, and it, phenomenal. And, and Alfred Molina as Doc Ock making a comeback. Holy cow! Was I mean we saw that in the trailers. We knew yeah. that was coming, but the way he played it in this is like it was just so cool. Well, he did it right. <laughs> we talked uh, right after seeing the movie that uh, you were able to go into it more unspoiled yep. than I was. And I mean intentionally so. Yep. You, you specifically made sure yep. you didn't have any spoilers. So some of it was a surprise to you. I enjoyed the movie very much, but a lot of it felt like a bit of a checklist for me. Is because that right? I had because not gone into it spoiler-free. <laughs> yeah. So I was sure that Daredevil, Matt Murdock, was going to show up. It was just a matter of when. Right. I think it was the worst-kept secret going into it that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were going to be in yeah, the damn yeah, thing. Yeah. And so it was just a matter of when and how do you bring them in. Yeah. And uh, and, and like you said, I, I went through it spoiler-free. and I. Normally, spoilers don't bother me. If you tell me how a movie ends, that's okay. It's getting there is the process. Right. But in this one, I intentionally wanted to be surprised. I wanted to see how well they could surprise me. Right. And they did. Well, and, <laughs> and, as, and well. as Marvel has done, I think, with a lot of their properties, is I really enjoyed the movie, but I am very excited to see what the future looks like. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see where they go here. Because basically, with No Way Home, they stripped our spider-man marvel the mcu's spider-man yeah basically stripped him down to the bare bones yeah. og had to sew my own spider suit uh mm-hmm. spider-man yep and he even comes out in that, in that original costume yeah, like he's supposed to be yeah that og costume and so i am hoping and i know you're hoping because we've talked so many times about that's the issue you have with venom mm-hmm. the venom movies is that the symbiote has never come in contact with Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> and so I know, I'm hoping that in the next iteration, because I think Sony said they plan to do three more, a new trilogy of movies with Tom Holland. Yeah. As Spider-Man. And I'm hoping in that first one, he comes in contact with the symbiote. Yeah. And so we get maybe a more true adaptation of Venom. And, and again, like I said, I've been bugged by the Venom the whole time. You've heard me gripe about it. You, uh, it's like, you can't have Venom without Spider-Man. They've tried to do this. But now, you know, after after seeing this Spider-Man movie, I've got faith that they can do it. They can do anything they want yeah. now. I mean, I, honestly, I feel like they could do anything they want, and it'll be fine with me, and they can bring it in. I think they, well, not they can't go on with Venom not meeting Spider-Man. They have to introduce right. him somehow. So I think that they've laid the grounds that they're going to, and it's going to be good. Well, and I'm really excited as of recording this, nothing official has been announced, but I've seen a lot of scuttlebug that the Tom Hardy venom that Mm -hmm. we know and love Mm -hmm. 
is obviously in the same universe as Morbius. Yeah. Uh, because we've seen in Morbius reference Venom in the trailer. Mm -hmm. But now I've heard that they're going to put Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man in the oh. Morbius universe. So basically, as, I, as I'm as i putting it together, Morbius and Venom exist in the, uh, in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man universe. Which would be cool. Which, which I'd be fine with that. Yeah. And I'm sure part of it is Sony trying to figure out a way to keep their friendly ties with Marvel, yeah. but still be able to do their own Spidey thing outside. Because, you know, that's what Morbius and Venom has been. Sony's way of building a Spider-Man universe without really relying on Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Now maybe that they see how uh, how the fans reacted to Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming back, mm -hmm. that now they'll maybe... Be throw some money behind a, a fourth Tobey Maguire movie and a third Andrew Garfield movie or and then they could they could do it and they could uh, and realistically with the multiverse aspect of it they could do anything they want and, yeah. and do and stay out of the MCU or yeah the MCU uh, business yeah <laughs> and and create their own that would still be good comics or good movies based on comics and and one of the things I've always said uh, about Andrew Garfield is like I loved him as Spider-Man he was a great Spider-Man, but as a Peter Parker, it's like, I'm sorry, but Peter Parker never would defend a kid with a skateboard. Yeah, he, he, he always seemed a little too good-looking and a little too, too much of a badass yeah, yeah. as Peter Parker. Yeah, and Peter Parker is like a nerdy kid, and, he's, and he maintains that as his persona so nobody even think he's spider-man right you know and in fact in the toby mcguire's that's one of the things like there's no way you're spider-man you know that type of thing went on and it's like yeah that's the way it should be right but andrew garfield's like yeah he's a badass he can be a spider-man no that's not what we're supposed to think right <laughs> so and and then i hope they do and if they do they open up the doors i mean we've got um into the spider-verse coming up uh the animated with uh again that's miles morales and that's one of the other characters I love to see him bring is Miles Morales. However, if Miles Morales becomes a Spider-Man, Peter Parker Spider-Man has to die. So, like, which Peter Parker Spider-Man dies? And I would say Tobey Maguire because he's already old. Right. <laughs> he's old man Spider-Man. So, uh, maybe. But either way, Miles Morales should be brought into the, if not the MCU, at least the uh, Sony Spider-Verse. But on the next one, I love the fact that uh, Spider-Gwen, and, and it's something that didn't hit me till about halfway through the Hawkeye series, that, that uh, what's her name, Kate Bishop. That's the same voice as uh, Gwen Stacy. Oh, yeah. Spider-Gwen. <laughs> so, like, oh, yeah, okay. So they bring, but th that looks really good, too. So for me, being a nine-year-old Spider-Man fan, still in the same body, <laughs> Uh, this is all coming together for me. Now, one of the things people hated about Spider-Man was in the comic books was the clone issues aspects. Right. You know, that, that got really weird. But there were some good things came out of it. So, yeah, they can, they can have a mess up, but they can fix it. And the, I think the movies are doing the same thing. Well, and, and you, you talk about reboots. Mm. You talk about fixing a, a broken thing. Uh, the DCEU is looking to do basically a complete reboot of their entire cinematic universe. With the that. upcoming Flashpoint yeah. uh, movie, yeah, that basically it will put an end to uh, Henry Cavill as Superman. It'll put an end to Ben Affleck as Batman, and they'll. I liked him as Batman. I did too. I didn't like what the uh, the script part of it, but yeah, I liked him. I, as I loved I loved his look as Batman. Yeah, I yeah. loved that Frank Miller, yeah, Batman style, yep. very big and muscular sort of 
design. Of course, the nerdverse is going to hate us for saying that. I know. I don't know why they hate now, Batfleck. <laughs> having said that, I freaking love Michael Keaton as Batman. Oh, gosh, yeah. And you can give Michael Keaton any Batman role you want, and I'm, <laughs> I'm on board for it. Yeah. Yeah? You know, I would love to see him as the old cranky uh, <laughs> Bruce Wayne in a Batman Forever kind of situation. Uh, yeah, like the well, the animated Batman Beyond. Yeah, 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 Batman Beyond. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what I was referencing. Yeah. And, and yeah, because that one, uh, he is an old cranky. And yeah. that, hey, that works. <laughs> so, uh, but th- and that's another one where again, uh, the all the things in the comics they've been done. They've made mistakes in the comics. They fixed the mistakes in the comics. Movies. They're now they made mistakes in the movie. Now they're fixing those. So. It's looking good for us fans. Well, and I think that's the difference between people who grew up with comics and people who are newcomers to Mm -hmm. the movies, Mm -hmm. the comic book movies. Because reboots and rewrites are nothing new if you grew up reading comics. Right, right. You know, this new artists would come in and it was their interpretation of the Spider-Man story or their interpretation of Batman's history or, yeah, you know, well, you know, and what they do, one of the big things is they run into the problem is that like the same as the Simpsons is where Bart Simpson has been 10 years old for like 30 years now, <laughs> right. you know, and Peter Parker was a teenager for like 40 years. Right. You know? So how do you approach it? And, and, and the, the comics have actually done that. And we saw Tobey Maguire, you know, people get older. It happens, right. you know, and Tobey Maguire. They is, become as, the cool youth minister. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and he becomes in and is like, no, I still buy him as Spider-Man. Right. He's a little older, but I still buy it. And he still does it. And uh, and there's a reason that in the comics, he's now a college professor. So, you know, it's like where he was for a while. Uh, so, yeah, they can always fix it. And. I think that Spider-Man movie, that one thing, that's one thing it did was show things can be fixed. Right. And to a, a level that everybody loves. Because I don't know of anybody that did not like the Spider-Man movie. No, and I, and I think it's it they did enough of the fan service stuff mm-hmm. that it oh, worked. Yeah. But, I mean, it was, still, it was still a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Right. Even though they brought in Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. I, I think Marvel is fantastic at that. They did it with Avengers. Yeah. With the first Avengers movie. Yeah. You know, I'm, I remember thinking, how in the hell are they <laughs> going to pull this off? They've got Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye. How do they give all five of these characters their due yeah. in this ensemble team-up movie? But they managed but to they pull did. it off. Yeah. And, they, and then I think they did the same thing. I love that Sony and Marvel are Sony slash Disney and Marvel yeah. are playing nice with one another. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. And and, 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 and they should. I mean, because, but again, you got the fans. If you're going to make a movie, you know, you're not making a movie just for your own sake, just to right. just to put up box office numbers. You're putting a movie that the fans are going to pay to get those box numbers up, box office numbers up. And I think Sony started, I mean, they were the first people to really bring us, you know, comic book movies like Blade, et cetera. And I think they were, they had the idea, but they just couldn't quite pull it out. Then Marvel, the uh, uh, MCU aspect of it, uh, Feige and company, <laughs> they, uh-huh. and uh, Favreau, they decided, hey, no, no, here's how you're supposed to do it. And now they're all coming together, it seems like, and fixing. And I, I'm hoping DC does the same thing. Right. And, but Flashpoint, I'm worried. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, I think rightfully so because Disney, or yeah, uh, DC mm-hmm. has had sort of a mixed bag yeah. when it comes to their movies. Yeah. You know, and I. 
I know they've had issues with Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. I mean, behind the scenes, you know, yeah. issues. Oh, yeah. Ben Affleck simply just does not want to play Batman anymore. He's done it. He's well, kind of overdoing it. On him, I think. You know, <laughs> and and so he just doesn't want to do it. So you've got to figure out a way to eliminate those two, but still keep Jason Momoa as Aquaman because friggin' everybody loved it. Oh yes. Uh, outside of Wonder Woman 1984, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman yeah. is friggin' awesome. Yeah. And she was good in that movie. It was just a bizarre script. Yeah, it was. Very they made weird. some weird choices <laughs> yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I noticed that in that one, more than the first one, there's a lot of butt shots of Wonder Woman. Yeah. And I'm like... Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but Grow then I go home a little. But then I go home and look at my comic book collection, the covers of all the female stars. It's like that's the way they draw them. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that's what they always do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a, a misogynist, yeah, but I, again, I still like seeing it. But and I know that's the way they do it is to make it sell. But right. as a teenage boy, they knew their target exactly. audience. So. <laughs> exactly. But uh, now I think that maybe they'll clear it up. I, I don't know. Like I said, Gal Gadot, great casting. Jason Momoa, great casting. I don't know about well, this guy Jason playing Momoa, Flash. Jason Momoa uh, took arguably one of the lamest DC superheroes yeah. <laughs> yeah. and made him cool as hell. Yeah, exactly. You know. Well, you know what? Honestly, I think uh, DC actually did that with their comics back in uh, when they did the, the New 52. They shut everything down, started from scratch with the New 52. And one of the first ones was the first issue of Aquaman. And I'm like, and you know, Family Guy, they made jokes. Simpsons, they made jokes about Aquaman. Yeah, well, you're in the water. How are you going to help us here? You know, uh, things like that. Well, in the first issue of Aquaman, when they did the New 52, uh, one of the things, he's dining in a restaurant in the Arizo- in an Arizona desert. And it's like, oh, that's the worst place you can put Aquaman. And so they're sitting there and they're, they're like, oh, and then you hear guys in the back actually making little jokes about Aquaman. Oh, what's he going to do here? Throw sand in our face or right. whatever, you know? And he, I forget the exact, but at, at one point the, the, the waitress says, well, uh, anything else? He goes, no, I'll just take my check. She gives the check. He takes his trident, sticks it in the air and opens a portal and tons of gold just come down. And, uh. I was like, well, there's your Aquaman powers right there right. in the desert. It's like, you know, and then from that moment on, that's like the first th- few pages of the book. From that moment on, you realize, yeah, he's a badass anyway. Right. And I, and I think that's the one Momoa modeled after, I think, because that's the one. And definitely not from the Super Friends cartoon back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> the one where he rides a seahorse. Right. A yeah. giant seahorse. A giant seahorse. <laughs> so well, hopefully they will. But this, I don't know, the... Um, the, what's the actor's name playing the, the Flash? Uh, Is it uh, Ezra Miller? Ezra Miller, yeah. Uh, uh, he's a good actor, great actor. I saw him in uh, The Stand. He played uh, the trash can man uh, that was always blowing stuff up in, the, in Stephen King's The Stand. Anyway, and a great actor, but I just never was convinced as him as Flash. It, it's like it's, he was more of a Peter Parker, like, oh, crap, I got powers. How's that happen? Right. Whereas the other one, like, I got to fight crime. <laughs> you know, so it's like, okay. But. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, and in Flashpoint, that's a that's an excellent well, way to re, the, re, redo everything. The biggest issue I had with his Flash, with Ezra Miller's Flash, is I thought they already had a phenomenal Flash, right? In uh, Grant, Grant Gustin. Gustafson, yeah, yeah. I think he was a fantastic Flash. So why you wouldn't just pull him over into yeah. your movies doesn't make any sense to me. And he, and oh gosh, that 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 made me so mad when I, I heard that none of the TV series were going to yeah. be because they had they had developed some good stuff on those TV series. Yeah. Oh, they had some trash there too. But. Right. You know, but that's it. You keep what works. You move it to the movies, and that's what yeah. I think. I yeah. think. Uh, Marvel is starting to do. You know, Netflix had the deal, and so they there was a there was a window that 
the MCU and Disney had to wait mm-hmm. to utilize those characters, utilize yeah. Daredevil and Punisher and Kingpin, because they were still owned by Sony, and there was a yeah. non-compete, whatever you want to call it, uh, that that Marvel and Disney had to kind of wait out. And I think finally we're starting to see the fruits of that. Yeah. And Disney's going to say, oh, okay, we can do that now. Hopefully, I'm hoping. Well, here's here's the uh, one thing that bugged me about the Flash, is the armor. <laughs> Again, Flash didn't quite have armor. He had a different costume. Trust me, I know that, but because it, it came from the quantum universe. I don't want to go there. Right. Anyway, <laughs> he could put it in a ring. So anyway, <laughs> but he had a different costume. No armor. And I didn't understand the armor. And again, when we saw Tom Holland Spider-Man first time, armor. It was the armored Spider-Man, and everybody was, okay, we take it, because that was in the comics. Right. Armored Flash never happened. Well, and see, we get the armored Tom Holland Spider-Man, and they explain it in the movies, because Tony Stark gave him the tech. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't that Tom Holland, although Spider-Man Peter Parker, very, very smart, Mm -hmm. but he didn't have the tools to create nanotech on his own. Right. So that's why you're able to go, okay, that tracks. I know why he has. And, and he had some really cool suits. And I think, too, that's part of the reason that at the end of No Way Home, they kind of strip him back down yeah. to just a street-level, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yep, because he basically has to start over yeah. at that point because nobody knows he's Spider-Man, not even the Avengers. Right. So, yeah, they had to. And hopefully, maybe that'll happen in Flashpoint. Maybe they'll get rid of that armor. I'm, you know, again. We'll see. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, we'll keep our fingers crossed. But uh, talk about uh, franchises or or movies that made lame characters really cool. Mm -hmm. The Hawkeye series did that for me. Oh, my gosh, right? You know, I I can't believe more people didn't watch that. I love Jeremy Renner. I I have enjoyed him and a lot of other things that I've seen him in beyond beyond, uh, the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, He he was... uh, Great in the Born Legacy. Yep. No. You know, uh, he was great in a movie called Tag, yeah. which is more of a comedy. But he was great in Mayors of Kingstown, the series that's running right now. It's yeah. really cool. He's really, he's a great actor. But uh, this Hawkeye series made me kind of fall in love with that character, mm-hmm. you know, um, and because arguably in a world where you have the Incredible Hulk and Tony Stark and a literal god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, a dude with, a, a, as uh, Kate Bishop put it, a, a guy with a, a stick, a, a stick and a string. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, I think yeah. is, is how she referenced yeah. it. You got to kind of respect somebody who's willing to do the shit we've seen Hawkeye do mm-hmm. as a regular guy with a stick and a string. Now, I, I will tell you, we get we get a little bit of the story of the Ronin. Uh, on the Hawkeye series, I wish we would have seen a whole Ronan series. Yeah, that would have been cool because that was a time where I mean it was a troubled time in his life, right? And he just he was working kicked ass, shit. And didn't even bother taking names. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, and it was a great comic book run, and I'd like to have seen that. And they mentioned it, they kind of teased it, and even in the series they talked a little more, but not enough. Right. So, uh, and I was hoping for that, but I was not let down though. No, <laughs> I mean, no, come not on. at all. First of all, we got Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. <laughs> so how about that? I was so thrilled. I was so tickled to to see because, um, in the Ben Affleck Daredevil, uh, mm. Michael Clark Duncan mm-hmm. was Kingpin, yeah. and I go, I bought it in that world because yeah. they needed somebody larger than life. Yeah, 
you know, who would be a incredibly physically imposing presence next to Ben Affleck and yeah. Michael Clark Duncan, just a giant of a dude. Yeah, yes. You know, and he was, <laughs> was so yeah. cool. He was so cool in that. But throughout the the Daredevil run on Netflix, Vincent D'Onofrio, who again, an awesome actor, yep. and he brought an, a different kind of kingpin to mm-hmm. you know that that yeah. role, and. So I was thrilled to see him uh, I was, make an appearance in Hawkeye. You know, the one thing that got me when that whenever whenever they reintroduced him as Kingpin, the cane. Yeah. As soon as he had that cane in hand and was whapping people with it, I'm like, all right, I'm in. That's it. Well, and I've seen I a lot of people bitching and moaning because in in one of the episodes that Kingpin's in, he's wearing a, a bright red Hawaiian yeah. shirt and a white pants, white jacket, and they're mm-hmm. going, "That's not Kingpin. That's not Act." But it is. It is. You very literally much so. can go back to yeah. the Spider-Man comic, yeah, and and find that exact outfit. Exactly. Right. Yeah, know? I've seen the side by side pictures, and I'm like, yeah. they nailed it. They nailed the only thing it. they did not do, which again, only reason I know this is because one year I was going to cosplay as Kingpin, uh, but uh, they did not have the purple nap uh, uh, handkerchief hanging out the pocket. <laughs> Because you have to have purple on Kingpin somewhere, right? You know, I mean, you have to. But they didn't have that. But okay, okay, they had the cane. That's all I needed. Yeah. The cane with a big, huge diamond in it. So yeah, I'm in it. <laughs> so and I'm I'm hoping we get to see a little bit more of Kingpin's backstory. Yeah, you know, or hmm. uh, because we have the Daredevil series, and then we have his appearance here. But I, as I understand, the kind of behind the scenes story is that. Kingpin used the confusion of the blip in the MCU to really rise to power and take a stranglehold in New York, in, right. in Hell's Kitchen. You right. know, the, the upheaval of the blip. And so that's kind of when he rose to power before we see him in the Hawkeye series. So you're saying you want to see a Kingpin movie? I would I would I would watch a Vincent D'Onofrio led Kingpin movie. I think I would too. <laughs> I, I think that would be awesome. And that that's the thing. And Marvel has done that with a lot of their movies. You could do that movie and not at all have it read as a superhero movie. Right. It could just be a straight up crime drama. Yeah. Almost yeah. set in the MCU, set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin yeah. as the big bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? And just kind of have that set up. It, That's like the same way you could do in DC World. You could set up a Lex Luthor movie easily, oh, yeah. anytime. So a, a Kingpin would be, yeah, of course you could. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that would that would be kind of neat. And especially like you said, Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> well, and especially if you could if you could manage to, uh, and maybe maybe you you do a Ronin movie. Mm-hmm. And a kingpin movie That'd because be cool. theoretically, those two were happening at the same time That's in true. the MCU. Yeah, kingpin was rising to power during the blip, and Ronan was off just slaughtering the masses. <laughs> yep. during the blip, so yeah. that that might be a cool. Those, two cool movies. There you go, Hollywood. Get hold of us. We'll, <laughs> right. we'll give We've you some more ideas. Details. <laughs> We've got ideas. <laughs> or maybe we just get a hold of our our local filmmaker. I was going to say we could just talk to Jed Bryan and see if he wants to hop in board with the MCU. <laughs> We've got some ideas. Yeah, we got. We figured out maybe him, Kevin Lockhart, and Ben Lewandowski. We get them all together on a because with Ben's editing prowess, oh my God. <laughs> we could have this made. I think we could. Yeah, we it'd can, be weird. We could, yeah, it would be weird, and there would be random single frame flashes of boobs all over the place. <laughs> Which or, again, not a problem. You know, whatever. <laughs> but so yeah, and and well, so for the Hawkeye series, um, one of the things that. Uh, it looked like at the beginning he was trying to get away from the 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 whole 
superhero aspect of yeah. it. And uh, he was brought into it because Kate Bishop. And so in, Kate, in the comics, Kate Bishop and Lucky the Pizza Dog, love that guy, uh, you know, they're on their own. And uh, it's like, how did she become that? And there's a backstory to it, but they, they've never really gone into detail. And I think this went into more detail than the comics ever did about how yeah. she became on her own. And I think she could take over as Hawkeye in the new Avengers. Well, and I actually think that's what they're setting up mm-hmm. is is the new Avengers or the West Coast Avengers yeah. or whatever they're Those, whatever they're called. Oh, there's been various. Yeah, and, and there have been. <laughs> but but you know, whatever the MCU decides they want to do. But yeah, I am here for uh Kate Bishop, mm-hmm. Yelena team up movie oh, the new black be cool. widow yes because those two uh had just such phenomenal chemistry Every that time elevator screen, scene was awesome it, it was spectacular <laughs> and and so i would so watch that movie as well mm-hmm. i just love the elevator plus you know Haley steinfeld she's already in the mcu with the spider verse spider gwen so yeah we got we she's got a she's got a job for a while. Well, and that's <laughs> and it's fun when you start thinking about the number of people who have double or triple or quadruple dipped yeah. in the comic book world yeah. uh, in in the MCU uh, or in Marvel yeah. anyway, uh, you know, uh Chris uh, Chris Evans yeah. <laughs> started out as the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four, and he was a good Human Torch. <laughs> yeah, and he was in uh, he was in I, it's not a Marvel property, but Scott Pilgrim he was in it. Oh yeah, right? that's right. So you know, <laughs> well, plus he was in uh, actually I think oh what was that one I, I tried to get you to watch as a movie? Uh, I don't know if you ever watched it or not. <sighs> Shoot, but it had Chris Evans in it, and which they were a team of uh, people, oh. Um, and it was based on a comic book. Yeah. I can't remember now. But it was really good. And that was a Chris Evans comic book role. Right. So, yeah. I, you know, when yeah, when they're, when they're ensconced in the system, yeah. <laughs> they're there. They're there. So. <laughs> well, that's I, uh, I'm, I got really excited the other day when I read the clickbait headline <laughs> that Henry Cavill wants to do a live-action adaptation of the video game Red Dead Redemption 2. Really? Yeah. That'd be and interesting. He wants to play Arthur Morgan, which is the the main uh, right. protagonist yeah. in Red Dead Redemption Two. Hmm. And I, again, I'm not a huge uh, cowboy movie western right. western western <laughs> fan western western fan, <laughs> but uh, I would watch a Red Dead Redemption because I've played yeah. through. I'm on my third or fourth playthrough. Well, that's kind of, of Red a Dead zombie, Redemption Two zombie film, though. More isn't it? No, oh, that is Red Dead Redemption One, uh, Red Dead Nightmare. Okay, they had a Red Dead Nightmare expansion pack. But I guess I need to play the game. <laughs> yeah, RDR Two is is straight up cowboys. Uh, okay, and it's it's a lot of fun, but so uh, Yellowstone I got excited about that Yellowstone um, video game. <laughs> yeah, eighteen eighty three the the video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so so outside of outside of nerdy movie stuff, have you watched anything else? That is. Uh, oh, let's see. Well, uh, let's. Uh, I know you've got lots. your wife watching Firefly. I got. I've got her to. I, I, I got her to watch Lost, and I, that was enough. But now I, I go. Hey, you want to watch Firefly? And she said, Yeah. And I'm like, <gasps> And so I go into Hulu because I know where it's at, right there, because I've already watched it twice uh-huh. the entire season. And so I got it, and we just finished it up uh, last night. And actually, we finished up the series. Now we're on the uh, about halfway through the movie. But um, Firefly was <laughs> one of the series that my daughter and I. Ah. watched as a father-daughter bonding right? time. Yeah, we watched Firefly. We watched the Serenity movie. And the other thing we watched as father-daughter bonding time was uh, Stargate Atlantis. Oh, yeah, okay. So 
she was in love with Jason Momoa. Oh yeah, <laughs> way before Jason Momoa became. So she was Jason like a Momoa. Jason Momoa hipster then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in love with him before he was cool. Okay, so. okay. Yeah, I got, I got. It was so funny too because on the episode, you know, the where Jane gets the hat, the famous uh-huh. hat. And, uh, the one you wore in this morning. I wore. Fact. That's right. I have that hat. And uh, she goes. He opens up the package. He takes. She goes. Hey, you got a hat like that? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he puts it on. And I, and I. Well, as, and she said that, and I'm like, yeah. I said, a man wears a hat like that. No, uh, people think. You know, well, how's it go? If man wear a hat like that, people know he's not afraid of anything. Yeah. And uh, I said that. And she goes, oh yeah, yeah, okay. And then she didn't think anything of it. And <laughs> then uh, Wash, the character played by Alan Tudyk. Uh, he says that exact same thing, or actually, he probably said it better. <laughs> but he said that, and she goes, "Didn't you? oh?" <laughs> I was like, "I'm a nerd." <laughs> so, but yeah, I got her to watch that. What we do? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Lost in Space new series came out. Uh, new season of uh, Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, I've I, I not watched it. any of it yet. I'm watching it. And there's another. Uh, oh, Letter Kenny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that considered nerdy? I think so. Okay. I think I think Letterkenny has its own fandom. I think so. absolutely. I, I, I'm on board. And with for it. those of us, or for those of our, our listeners out there, going, what the hell is Letterkenny? <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Start off with going to YouTube yeah. and searching Letterkenny problems. Yep. And they're short little two or three minute little snippets that'll get you you started. Then uh, go to Hulu and watch all of the seasons of Letterkenny. <laughs> Then go to Hulu and watch the episodes of Little Kenny. Little Kenny, yeah. Because <laughs> Little Kenny's funny as hell, too. Yeah. Uh, it's all a, a group of uh, friends that do this stuff uh, in Canada. Yeah. And so Letter Kennedy, Letter Kenny <laughs> is a fictional town, or I think it's fictional town in Canada. Yeah. I, I hope so, anyway. Because, you know. Well, I don't know. I've seen some of those people around here in this small town. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, yeah. We, we've all got the hicks, the skids, and yeah. uh, the jocks. Yeah. And it's so funny. What I, I told you, uh, you know, uh, what, what, uh, that basically – this it's nothing different. It's all the same. They they're very consistent in what the way, the uh-huh. way they portray the whole the whole cast. Yep. And there's not they didn't change anything. They don't need to change anything. It's just funny stuff and well, folky, I, folksy humor. I'm excited to see uh, Tom Cruise's clone getting some work. <laughs> the the guy that plays Stewart. Yeah. He looks like Tom Cruise. <laughs> it freaks me out yeah. on occasion watching it going. <laughs> Wait, if Tom Cruise had an emo black hair, yeah, yeah, yeah he kind of looks like Tom Cruise from uh, Interview with a Vampire. If Tom Cruise had schnoofed or sneefed, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. If he'd hoovered some schneef, hoovered some schneef, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, you're right. There, didn't they do something about that one time? They may have. I don't know. I know, but uh, yeah, all the cast of that. They're so low key about their characters. Yeah, but they're so larger than life. Well, and I know, uh, I know uh, the the gentleman who plays Squirrely Dan. Yeah, he's a stand up comic in and around ah, Canada. Okay, and I've seen some of his stand up stuff, and mm. it's good stuff. Well, my my favorite aspect of Letterkenny. And that's one of the things. It's I'm sure they got each episode's got a plot. There's something going on, but the the word games they play 
You know, it's like they'll do something. They'll start out like everything they say has to start with A, B, C, D, E. They'll yeah. do one of those. They'll do one where they have to rhyme. Or I mean, it's just amazing the wordplay the, these actors go through. And a lot, it's not a huge budget, so you know, it's these guys all coming yeah. up with it. Yeah, so. it's these guys just standing around. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're ad libbing this stuff or if they're writing some of it down, but <laughs> it's. It's a blast. If you haven't ever seen Letterkenny, do yourself a favor. And yes, (laughs) I will be the first to admit when you start watching it, you're going to go, this is stupid. (laughs) But it is stupid in the best possible way. It's like watching Family Guy for the first time. You watch Family Guy and you go, well, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Yes, those are conversations I've had with my wife. Uh You know, I'm watching Family Guy. Well, this is just stupid. Yes, it is. (laughs) But watch it for a while. Beavis and Butthead. Yes, it's stupid. But watch it for a while they'll addict you with their it'll, stupidity yeah <laughs> and yeah and that's uh, when that came out i'm like oh there's my my season and i binged it like they only do six episodes per season something yeah, like that yeah six or seven ep- six or seven 20 minute episodes yeah. so, so it's not a hard watch as soon as i saw it da- uh, had, la- had launched i'm like okay and i watched it all that night yeah <laughs> so like didn't have anything else to do that night. Why not? And it was good. Yeah, I think that was when you were uh, praying for the sweet release of death with <laughs> yeah. COVID. You got to do something when you can't move or breathe or live <laughs> yeah. or <laughs> yeah, yeah, folks. COVID is not a party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's furthest thing from it. It's horrible, and uh, I'm glad I got over it. Now, I know your <laughs> biggest complaint was that you've been vaccinated. Yes, uh, your wife was not. No. But you guys were sick for yes. the same amount of time, uh-huh. and you seem to have both recovered in the yeah. same amount of time. Exactly. And now, but you did say that you makes thought, me so mad. You did thought you did thought I did you did thought. think that perhaps her symptoms were a little worse. Yeah, I think they were. A little they were worse. a tad more intense than yours. But, but still, I could. There's no time during the COVID where I'm like, ha ha, I got vaccinated. Look how you're feeling. I didn't get to do that. <laughs> right, and it's very upsetting. Yes. You know, when you've been married for a certain length of time, you have so few pleasures right and one that would have been one of them (laughs) but no she got well the same time i did (laughs) and we went through the exact same well okay again hers were sometimes more severe but someone said well you should have got the booster i'm like i'm not getting anything now right (laughs) apparently doesn't do a dang thing right well plus you're all full of antibodies anyway so what's the booster gonna do for you (laughs) right yeah i was gonna have to wait a while before i get the booster yeah so but no i'll be getting it (laughs) just because i don't want that again yeah That was horrible. Is this the point where we have to say uh, the views and opinions of the Nerd Up podcast are just that of the host and his ridiculous co-host? And, and they're mostly just Have fun. no bearing in fact or reality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> just, I think the lawyers will agree with that part. Yeah, I think we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we got lawyers. We yes, we do. We okay. have very good lawyers that catch bricks as they come through windows. Oh, yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> He's a very good attorney. We have, uh, a, we have a lawyer that... Uh, is green <laughs> yes speaking of which we got some new series that are going to be coming out this year yes. she hulk one of them she hulk is one of them looking forward to it and again uh you know i'm i'm in for this marvel stuff regardless of what it is but she hulk i think is going to be a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh, armor wars is coming up yeah they're, they're going to be doing it and that's I gonna have, be weird i think and i have a feeling armor wars is where we're going to see uh, kingpin more oh is i you know i see i see kingpin as being a major player in Mm. Trying to capitalize on you know the Shatari ta- uh, Shatari tech after the attack of yeah. New York, trying to capitalize on uh, black market merchandise recovered from Avengers Compound because that's one of the things that they referenced in the Hawkeye series mm-hmm. is 
that Rolex watch that was kind yeah. of the MacGuffin of the Hawkeye series or the Ronin suit and the Ronin sword were all yeah. acquired onto the black market from the Avengers compound. Well, and in that black market auction, they did have some Shatari yeah. uh, uh, tech. So, yep. yeah. So that, you know, so they like still play in effect. Yeah, I think that's where Armor Wars is going to come into mm. it. And then uh, Secret Invasion is another Marvel mm-hmm. uh, uh, movie that they're going to do Disney Plus. And then forget, I mean, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness oh isn't gosh. that far away. Morbius that isn't cool. that far away. Now, Morbius, I'm, I, right now, I can't say that it, that's going to be cool. But I, I'm going to watch it, and we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Let's hope Sony can pull that one off. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. That's Yeah, there, there's no way that cannot be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, there's going to be some uh, thrilling moments, but I think it's gonna, they're going to be able to throw in some good jokes, if you will. Well, and the, the, the if the trailer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is to be believed, it makes the uh, – what if series on Disney Plus kind of required viewing, right? Yeah, <laughs> or at least that episode where they introduced the Uber Sorcerer Supreme, the Dark yeah. Sorcerer. Yeah, I don't remember what they called him. I can't think of. But yeah, that that because that I think that he's going to play make a play in the multiverse. Yeah. Now again, the the zombies episode of What If, eh? You could watch it, and and it won't. They probably won't do anything with it later. No, on. Party but, Thor is probably not yeah, one that probably be won't watch it. Yeah, but, no. You know. But I did like a friendly uh, Thanos. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> that was a you know that was good in that episode. Yep. But yeah, but some of them I think they should be. I think what if anyway uh, because I love the comics when they came out too because they were they would approach the comics like there's my favorite one of all time is what if uh, the Carnage symbiote had had uh, uh, captured Silver Surfer. I'm like oh my god, it'd be way too powerful than anything right. on earth, you know. So and it was a great comic, and so I love the what ifs. And when the cartoon or the animated series. Can't say cartoon. Uh, when the animated series came out, I knew I was going to watch it, but I didn't think they're going to have that much canon in it. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's where it's really it's like, oh wait, what? That's okay. So again, the dark, uh, the dark sorcerer supreme, whatever he is, I think that's going to be a major part. Yeah, in I think so, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think that's going to be cool. So, um, and I'm wondering if if uh, Watu the Watcher will mm-hmm. make a live action appearance in the multiverse of madness that'd be cool because uh he he played a huge role obviously in the what if series mm-hmm. so and that, what they should have done is given him stan lee's voice though yeah <laughs> that's just me uh now there wasn't isn't there something about deadpool coming out uh or maybe that's just hopeful <laughs> that's yeah me. no deadpool is i i don't know when it, it's coming out but deadpool 3 is going to be an mcu Disney movie, that, yeah, and it's still going to carry a rated R. Disney yeah, okay. is not going to try to Disneyfy a Deadpool movie. Do you happen uh, to remember when that was supposed to be? I, mean, I, I know don't. it's not this year. Yeah, I have no clue, and that's my brain is full of <laughs> information and misinformation and <laughs> clickbait information. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and you know, I have to try to sift through some of the. So yeah, because well, I'll admit. I am the reason clickbait exists because <laughs> that shit will pop up and I'll go, oh, really? Boom. Every time I see a, a link where we got Hugh this Jackman covered. confirmed I, in yeah. MCU. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I see a thing with, uh, that, you know, it's from we, co- we got this covered.com, I'm like, I shouldn't click on this. Yeah. I shouldn't, but uh, I'll do it. <laughs> everything always is one that. Yeah. Their their headlines tend to get me. I've learned my lesson and I've stopped clicking on their crap. But <laughs> everything always 
tends to be one that I'm like, ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, it's like, oh, but, but they knew how to get me. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, this. I mean, I I think 2021 ended with a bang with that Spider-Man movie yeah. and the Hawkeye series all at the same time. And uh, I was saddened by the fact that. The end of the Spider-Man, he goes flipping across the Rockefeller Plaza with the tree and everything, and that's where the big final, you know, on Christmas Eve, right? And on the big final battle on Hawkeye was there on Christmas Eve, and I was like, oh, they didn't have him cross over. Yeah, there. I was like, if they could have just shown him flying by. <laughs> I actually, I think, because uh, I, I saw somebody talk about that, mm-hmm. the Spider-Man scene that we see at the end of the the movie, the post-credit or whatever where he goes whipping out and he's whipping over Rockefeller Center, Mm -hmm. had to either be earlier before the big Hawkeye finale or, uh, you know, like right before or a few days before. Because in the Hawkeye finale, they end up cleaving in twain the Christmas tree. Right, 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 right. But in the Spider-Man footage, it's still standing. Yeah. So either, you know. Or is a multiverse thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At this point. Whatever, yeah, yeah. Marvel do whatever. Marvel do what Marvel do, and I'm gonna be like, hi. But don't you think that would have been really cool? I would have. I would have. <laughs> yes. I mean, they, he didn't have to fight or anything. He just have to flip by. That being, that'd yeah. have been fine. Yeah. But. Even if it was after all of the fighting was done, mm-hmm. and you just hear like a web shoot, mm-hmm. and you hear, you see Clint go, "What the hell was that?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And that would confirm the fact that the Avengers don't know he's Peter Parker, yeah. or they don't know Spider Man. So yeah. So, but no. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's okay. We got by with it. Right. It, it still worked. It still worked. I got. I, I lived. And then, uh, what well, right now is uh, the book of Boba. Oh gosh, is that good or what? I I've I didn't think it'd be what, any good. Two episodes. I think they've dropped two episodes. Mm-hmm. I've watched both of them, and yeah, I'm 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 enjoying it. And again, uh, I had this conversation with my son last night when we were watching the second episode. I don't deep dive into Star Wars. Yeah. I know Star Wars. I am familiar with the canon, and yeah. I know enough of Star Wars that he and I can have some ridiculous, <laughs> nerdy debates about yeah. kyber crystals and who's the most powerful Sith and who's the most powerful Jedi. And and but uh, Boba Fett specifically is one that I never really bumped up against. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know an, a bunch about his canon, so I'm enjoying seeing some of his backstory yeah one of my brothers a huge boba fett fan i mean that was his jam the whole time for star wars and that was like star wars was boba fett to him and and i just imagine what he's going through right now oh this is my show (laughs) so but i got one question for you Uh about star wars and mcu all right so uh we know in uh mcu and spider-man's world anyway the Star Wars is a thing, Uh you know because they built the death star him and ned uh they had the little action or the lego figure at the end how come he has not once said, "Hey, aren't you Mace Windu to uh, Samuel Jackson?" You know, uh, you know, right? <laughs> it's like Agent Fury is Mace Windu. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how come he hasn't said that? Doesn't it seem like, it, at the very least, doesn't it seem like it's some low hanging nerd <laughs> yes. fruit, just yes. one off? You know, you look an awful lot like the guy with the purple lightsaber <laughs> yeah. in Star Wars. Yeah, just well, something. Well, maybe it's the the Clark Kent Superman thing. You know, the glasses uh, nobody notices. Uh, the eye maybe patch. The eye patch. The yeah. eye patch throws everybody off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Mace Windu didn't have an eye patch because it's so. confirmed. Peter Parker and his friend Ned Leeds are huge Spider-Man or Star Wars nerds. Right. So <laughs> they know Mace well, Windu. Well, and it's easy to be a Star Wars nerd when Disney owns all of it. Yeah, true. <laughs> so that helps. So that's I love. I read somewhere that uh, Samuel L. Jackson still has the Mace Windu's lightsaber. No, right on. <laughs> and and apparently the hilt <laughs> is inscribed with 
what is Ezekiel, whatever the yeah. Pulp Fiction Ezekiel quote is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's got Ezekiel twenty five twelve or whatever right. it is. And it also on the hill is carved bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. He knows how to wield a lightsaber. That's, he knows how to wield the lightsaber. So hand me the lightsaber. Which one? The one that says Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I just I that's that bugs me. It's like, okay, he knows he's in there. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh so yeah, Boba Fett. <laughs> um one of the things, okay, again, both you and I are neither are not huge Star Wars fans. Right. You, we're actually both of us are more Star Trek fans than yeah, anything no, else. Yeah, no, I could do stupid deep dive on <laughs> yeah. Star Trek, but yeah, and 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 with this, it's like okay, I'll watch it because they're doing. I mean, Mandalorian. I had no clue who a Mandalorian was. Yeah. You know, and I watched it and like, and it wasn't because of Baby Yoda. I watched it because it's like an old western. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, I'll see. I'll give a Boba Fett a shot because, well. Technically, Boba was kind of supposed to be Mandalorian esque or something. Right. I don't know. Again, I don't know. Because <laughs> and Logan, my son, corrected me on that because I made comment. One of the things I've noticed is in uh, the book of Boba, he's really uh, keen to take the helmet right. Off, put yeah, the helmet yeah, yeah. on. Take yeah. the helmet off. Put the helmet. Well, on. even in Star Wars, he constantly had you it know, off. And, so. and Mandalorian made it pretty clear that a Mandalorian doesn't do that. Right. And Logan went, "Well, Boba Fett's not a Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> he was never born a Mandalorian. Actually, was. Logan said." He, Technically, Boba Fett was never born because he's a yeah, clone. It's clone. That's right. So I went okay. So does, I'm getting. I'm getting. Where do you get dive. the Mandalorian armor? So yeah. again, I need to find that out. But I think this might actually sort of kind of tell us. Although we saw the Jawas take away the armor, and yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, in well, fact, again, you know what? My wife goes, "What are those things?" I'm like, "You don't know a Jawa." <laughs> I was like. All right, we'll keep watching. <laughs> I really was hey, disturbed. Come on. There was a disturbance in the force when she said that. All right. <laughs> I was like, what? But I you know, and I and I think one of the things with that, speaking of the Jawas and the opening of Boba Fett, was it opened with him in the Sarlacc pit, where we last really saw Boba Fett, right. you know? And I was like, Oh, oh yeah, okay, this shows how he lived. Right. <laughs> and well, where we last saw the adult. Yeah. Boba Fett. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we saw little kid Boba Fett holding, what is it, Django Fett's yeah. helmet yeah. slash head yeah. <laughs> in one of the prequel movies. Yeah. Um, Which, yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you, uh, the second episode of uh, Book of Boba just slammed into me again about how much uh, inspiration George Lucas took. From Dune? From Dune. Mm. Because <laughs> at one point, uh, Boba Fett in in the second episode says, "Are you guys uh, carrying spice?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I went, "Huh." Well, and then they reference. Well, I mean, you know, it's the the uh, spice from Kessel, right? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Okay, all right. But I went, "Oh, spice." No, it's you a spice from Arrakis. George Lucas didn't even no. try to. Let me take that even further. All right, now I'm listening to the audiobook of Thrawn. Do you know who Thrawn is? Uh, is, is in the uh, is in the animated. Is, I think he's in some of the comic books too. But is in the animated uh, Rebel something, uh-huh. uh, Star Wars Rebel, whatever. Anyway, he's a, a, an alien, uh, which you know Star Wars mostly human, with the exception of the side characters. Right. You know the main people are human, and it's it's kind of racist of them, but that's what they, <laughs> but that's what they do. Uh, but anyway, Thrawn is a Chiss, which is actually a humanoid with blue skin and and bright uh, bright red eyes. And Thrawn, it's written by Timothy Zahn, by the way, if anybody wants to check out the book. The audio book's really good. Uh, but uh, 
he basically wrote the backstory. To, and this has been one of these, a lot of people just love this book. Because it finally, you know, you saw him in like two episodes of this, but who is this guy? Because there's normally not any, you know, Star Wars is weird that way. Anyway, so uh, they, they, he's telling the backstory. But anyway, in this story, one of the things he does, he collects old buzz droids. You know, the ones that would sh- uh, cut into ships and stuff, uh-huh. the roundish looking ones. He's, he's saving old ones because he's rebuilding them for his own army, sort of. It's like, that's what I gather so far. I'm only halfway through the book. Um, but anyway, the buzz droids... Their uh, um, metal is dunium. And I'm like, how blatant can you get? Holy shit. And I'm like, dunium? Really? And that's a big thing right now. And the part where I'm at in the book is like, the, dunium. And, and, then, and then the worst thing is like one of the assistants to uh, one of the senators, she gets, uh, she's trying to, uh, basically she's just, her mind, she's just delivering uh, a, a data card to the senator. And another senator. And so the, that senator, he splashes some powdery stuff on her. And, and she goes, what did you do to me? He goes, that's spice. And I'm like, dang it. Dunium and spice. Wait. <laughs> uh, George Lucas. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you wait till you uh, watch this, the latest episode okay. of Book of Boba. Because he references spice and the mm-hmm. squiddy fish-looking people that are transporting it. You yeah. know, what's spice? And, you know, a canister falls out and... Spice flies up into one of the Tuscan Raiders' faces, and later on, the, uh, one of the Tuscan Raiders blows a handful of it into Boba's face, and he goes on a hella good trip. Yep. Well, that's what this, whenever so, the guy blows it into her face, she has this, like, moment yeah. where it's like, and I'm like, ah. Now, you know, I think the, the thing to wonder is, does Star Wars serve as a prequel to Dune or a sequel to Dune? Like, I know it's, you know, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And Dune is in our future. And Dune is in our future. Yeah, yeah that's... So... <laughs> so maybe it's a prequel, yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe Frank Herbert stole from George Lucas. Yeah, no, the timeline no. on that doesn't, doesn't, doesn't track. I tried, I tried. But yeah... <laughs> Well, now that's good to know because I I know there's going to be because when I heard that in there'll the audio book, yeah, there'll yeah. be a moment where you go, the hell, yeah. When but, they said dunium in there, I'm like, no, shut up. A, there's a scene in the in the newest episode of Book of Boba where the Tuscan Raiders are out in the desert as Tuscan Raiders are wont to do, mm-hmm. and uh, you see in the you see them reacting to something in the far distance, making a lot of noise, mm-hmm. and you can't tell what it is, and it's it, it ends up being a train. But for half a minute, for half a heartbeat, I thought, is that a fucking sandworm? Oh. Is that a sandworm? I, I almost, I lost, I just, no. Oh, no. That would have been cool. Well, no. And then let's face like, it, that's what, a, that's what the Sarlacc is. Well, yeah, yeah. Re- you know, realistically. The, the, at least the mouth of the Sarlacc certainly looked like. Yeah. Well, and, big worm underground. Yeah. <laughs> And then there's the, Do, the, there's the meteor. A, yeah, there's a scene where the Millennium Falcon flies yes. by a meter and a big sandworm. Well, actually, thing. they fly into it and they realize, oh, we're in the belly of a worm. And then they fly out and it, it chases after them. And it's the same sandworm as Dune, if yeah. you ask me. So, except right. it's on an asteroid. So maybe that's what it is. Uh, the sandworms were on asteroids in Star Wars time. And then they settled on a planet and created spot. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I think there's a tie-in to be written there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Can you imagine the crossover between Dune and Star Wars? 
<laughs> oh, the fans would just go nuts. <laughs> Both sides. Right. <laughs> they're like, what are you doing? So, And they're already pissed off at the sequels of Dune, because so, <laughs> Frank Herbert didn't write them. Right. But, uh, well, so uh, Boba Fett, the Book of Boba, again, there are only two episodes in, but so far they're great. I mean, the one I, episode I saw was great. It was yeah. a great first episode. Well, and if you're a fan of Boba Fett, then this yeah. is going to be, I mean, because you get a lot of, um, mm-hmm. you're getting a lot of his backstory. Plus, I love that they're using that same actor. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's older. Big deal. But Toby Maguire's older. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and it, and it does. It fits exactly with what you they're know, doing. It, it tracks with what they're doing. And, I mean, he's he's been beat up. He's been scarred up from... Spending an indeterminate amount of time in the belly of a sarlacc. Yeah. I don't know. There's a couple of moments where, where with, they showed him with, when they, like, well, the first one, they remove his helmet. Uh, the jaw was remove his helmet. I'm like, hey, that's Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's looking a little, uh, a little nard up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so this is interesting. But yeah, it, I mean, the first episode got me. And I'm like, you know what? These guys know what they're doing. And, and uh, again, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I mean, I love, I mean, I like Star Wars. I love I love Star Trek, right? But I like Star Wars. Yeah. But these series, I'm like, maybe I'm going to love Star Wars. <laughs> okay, forget the prequels though. Well, and but that's <laughs> the thing; these Disney series have done a great job of making you fall in love with Star mm-hmm. Wars. Well, did you see the uh, Star Wars? Vi- yeah, I think you did. The Star Wars visions were anime. Uh-huh. Uh, oh yeah. Artists would uh, create their ver- visions. Yeah, that, that they're was... not canon or anything, but they're no. just they're just cool. And that yeah. almost made me a Star Wars fan, yeah. especially that first episode of Star Wars Visions, now, where it's black uh, and white. I, I just thought of the, the last thing or we need to talk about mm-hmm. before we wrap things up, mm-hmm. uh, Matrix Resurrection. Mm-hmm. I knew there was something else I watched that I wanted to discuss a yes. little. What uh, say you? Well, okay. Uh, I Again, had to go back and rewatch Matrix. Y- you were watching <laughs> but, it when you were praying for the sweet release of death. Yes. So. <laughs> and that was one of the nice things because it launched on the same day that I, uh, well, the middle of the COVID for me, the COVID killer that almost killed me, uh, or it felt like I wanted to die <laughs> anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, it was like, and I'm like, I want to go to the movie. I was like, there's no way I can go out. You know, I'm not going out infecting anybody else. And uh, so it was on HBO Max. I'm like, or was it HBO? No, it was yeah. Disney. No, HBO Max. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Either way, I watched it. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I, I I got my wife to watch it. We watched uh, the first one. We were going to watch the first three, or the original three, uh, but we never got a chance to. But we watched the first one. And I think without watching the other two, watching this one, fine. Because, I mean, sure, there's some things in there they mention about Zion and stuff right. like that. But I think this, and this is a great little not only fan service, but kind of a, a neat little, okay, we could either continue the story or we could end it right here, but right. it's a great little bow on what we had. Right. It was a much more uh, positive ending for uh, Neo and Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for yeah. their characters. So if this is how the franchise ends, it ends much more positively than yeah. the previous ending. <laughs> than them dying. You know, the end of the third one. Yeah. <laughs> but... I enjoyed it. I'm a Matrix fan. I yeah. loved the first movie. I was I enjoyed the second movie. I was deeply confused by the third movie. Mm-hmm. The Animatrix was friggin' awesome. Love that, yeah. You know, uh, and this was a like I said, it was a fun movie. It was a fun uh, action movie. It's a fun Matrix movie. Mm-hmm. It was a fun Keanu movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and now and the thing is, okay, now okay, they're year again back to the being older thing. Uh, these guys, these actors are older. And the characters are older, but they explain that yeah. like 100% in a way. If that's one of the things I was worried about going into, I'm like, how are they going to explain it? Well, they did. And it's like, 
Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Because right. he's back in the Matrix. He's now developing uh, video games for years. Well, and, they, and they set it up so that for us, it's been 20 years. I mean, in, in reality, right. it's been 20 years since the third yeah. Matrix movie came out, I think. And in the movie, he references, well, why did it take 20 years to find me? Yeah. Oh, it's taken a lot longer than that. Yeah. It's actually been 60 or so yeah. years since you were, you, you, you know, we're crashed the, crashed the, the machine city. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and, and I love the fact that him and Trinity were treated differently. They were more powerful batteries, right. you know, and, and there's one thing at the beginning of the, speaking of which they, uh, they mentioned, yeah, we're, I wasn't a copper top until such and such. And I'm like, copper top. I'm like, you know what? Only old school people would get that one because Copper Top used to be referenced to Duracell batteries, uh, and they don't say that anymore. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I get it now. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the fact that they were the most powerful batteries, right. and I'm thinking it's like, and you had to keep them in close proximity to yeah. get the best. They couldn't be in contact, but you had to physically keep them in close proximity. Yeah, and and yeah. it's like, okay, I can see why they're more and, powerful uh, now. What do you think of the Doogie different Doogie Hauser? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> why can't I think of Doogie Hauser's name? Uh, I do that all the time. I'm like the guy from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, what? Doogie Hauser. Oh, Doogie Hauser. yeah, <laughs> that uh, he guy. Was, he was fantastic. He yeah. played a great character. He always is. Have yeah. you ever seen uh, He's really, Doctor Horrible's something yes. blog? That was and him and Nathan Fillion and a few other. Yeah, that was so cool. And he's a he's really a diverse actor. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he can do comedy. He can do these. And this was a great drama villain. That he threw in some comedy, Doogie Howser style. Well, that's it. Does my heart good to see somebody that I grew up watching still, you know, still doing it, still yeah. doing, still doing the thing. Yeah. No. What do you think about different Morpheus? I was fine with it because, again, they explained it in the context mm-hmm. of the movie mm-hmm. that it was uh, basically this Morpheus was not Morpheus, but it was uh, a program. Yeah. That had been, you know written to reflect morpheus and he's so. way more powerful than morpheus because yeah. <laughs> you know. he could jump and be like a weird weird conglomeration of metal fragments or something i don't know yeah and so yeah it's like yeah it was it was a fun it was fun and again uh you know the fact that they they recast lawrence fishburne's character they had a new morpheus was explained mm-hmm. the fact that they reskinned. um Agent Smith was mm-hmm. explained. Yep, yep. Uh, and it's not that they. Oh, but I so badly wanted to see the original Agent Smith. And well, that. and you kind of get to with the weird like intercut yeah. of flashbacks and yeah. stuff like that. But I would because his yeah was it uh, was that Hugo Anderson. Hugo Weaving, Hugo Weaving yeah. yeah that was uh, Mr. Smith yeah Mr. Mr. Anderson I just loved it and the other guys they tried because there's a couple times they two different people did Mr. Andrew. I think Doogie Howser even did it. <laughs> but yeah. it's like, now nah, it didn't come out the same sinister way that uh, Hugo did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, I, you know, I was I was okay with every single aspect of this movie. I knew going in, I'm like, I don't know why they made the movie. You know, it's just the, well, But how meta was it that in the movie they reference Warner Brothers wanting to make more money? <laughs> yeah. So they are wanting a fourth Matrix <laughs> yeah. within, the vi- exactly. within the movie. Within the context of the movie, it is a fourth Matrix video game. Yeah, and so therefore that explains and why Warner they did Brothers movie. wants. And I thought, wow, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't get a whole lot more meta than Warner Brothers wanting to make a fourth Matrix because it was very successful for them, and they want to make some more money. Yeah, <laughs> so they're going to make a fourth Matrix because it was very successful for them. 
It's like, oh, what? You got my yeah, you got my brain thrown up. This is like watching a Deadpool movie. I mean, it was, <laughs> they're talking to me. Yeah, well, and the the thing that uh, I just kept bouncing around in the back of my head watching the whole thing. I'm going, this is really cool, but I still don't necessarily buy that it was actually happening in the confines of the movie. Yeah, I still think what we saw could potentially just be a playthrough of the fourth Matrix video game. <laughs> and Keanu Reeves' Thomas Anderson is still an award-winning computer programmer yeah. who wrote the video game, which is what we saw as the fourth movie. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I, when you came up with that, you told me that theory the other day, I was like, it took me a few seconds to absorb that. I'm like, oh, God. There's a chunk there to absorb. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like, that makes a lot of sense. Because that's the thing I kept thinking about. Well, if you were going to read, if you're going to write a fourth Matrix movie, this is this is a great way to write it. Mm. And. If you were making a fourth Matrix video game, this would be a great way to do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and, of course, you know, the heroes go off and fly off into the sunset right. at the end, which just makes it always a good one. So, well, again, we've been we, – 2021 was – nerd-wise was good to us. Yeah. You know, yeah, movies good stuff. and series. 2022, we're – well, what, uh, at the time of recording, we're on the sixth day of 2022. So – um, and there's we'll some great stuff on the horizon. Yeah. You know, several Marvel properties. I'm interested to see what DC is up to and learn a little bit more about that. And and now that I've gotten over the corona, I think I, I'll take this. I'll, I'll tackle this year. Yeah, <laughs> I was ready, like, ready I've had it. your stuff. I was gonna say now you're ready to move forward. <laughs> yeah. uh, before we wrap things up, I do want to say absolutely heartbreaking that 2021 couldn't. Frickin' leave well enough alone and had to take Betty White. No, actually, no, what happened is Betty White, she took it by the throat and said, I'm taking you with me. Yeah. Well, that's, I have seen ever since Betty White passed, I have seen a couple of different theories uh-huh. that make me smile very much. Uh, one is that uh, after 2021, Betty White went to talk to the manager because yeah. she'd had enough. Yeah. Uh, the other one was if 2022 turns out to be better than 2021, then we know Betty White died for our Her sins, sins yeah. and she's the new Messiah. <laughs> yeah. We'll wait for the return of Betty White. All hail Betty White. That's so funny because whenever uh, the night that they – is like, was it New Year's Eve or something yeah. like that? Yeah, it was New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, um, I read the thing to my wife. I said, oh, Betty White passed away. She goes, oh, was it suddenly? I'm like, she's well, she 99. Was... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. I love how Betty White's press agent had to come on and said, she died of natural causes because people are coming up with conspiracies about it. Right. I'm like, she's 99. Well, that's my wife. Any time now. My wife quoted uh, Larry the the Cable Guy, and she goes, oh, did she wreck her Harley at Bike Week? (laughs) I said, yeah, but they saved the baby. It's a Larry the Cable Guy bit, folks. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, but <laughs> Betty that. White strikes me as the kind who would total her Harley at Bike Week. <laughs> yeah, well, she would. <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was funny though. Suddenly, what? Yeah, <laughs> it hits. I me mean, as suddenly as a ninety-nine-year-old can, <laughs> yeah. can die. Well, you know, she did walk slowly towards yeah, the edge of the cliff. And <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, we did lose that, and that was uh, Betty White. I mean, treasure. I think the best. Uh, tributes I've seen are from Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I mean, I've seen also it's other tributes, but the Ryan Reynolds ones is like, you know what? That captured her later years exactly yeah. how she was. So, yep. but, uh, and I, I guess that brings a full wrap that no more Betty White's 
this year. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we don't have, they're going to still do her birthday thing. Right. They are still going to do her birthday bash on her 100th, what would have been, been her aware. 100th birthday. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. And I actually, I, I saw, I saw bitch in theory that actually Betty White lived to be 100, technically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've because heard this. Leap she, years? Yeah, because leap years would have given her enough extra days uh-huh. to have made it just over 101 years old. So yep. she was technically <laughs> yeah. 100, 100. You know, 100 years old, yeah. just over 100 years old. Yeah, and which, hey, we'll give her that. Like we'll math. give yes. her that. And and I love how the fact that People Magazine, uh, like, just before she died, published an issue with her on the covers that Betty celebrates her 100th. I'm like, yeah. no, she's not. But, yeah. I mean, let's say, this year? We, okay, we, you took the worst or you took the best from us, but you gave us some good stuff. 2022, you better bring better. Right. <laughs> you know, Let's see I'm what you saying. got. So, all right. Well, that's going to end uh, the first episode of the Nerd Up podcast for the new year of 2022. Uh, keep listening. We got lots more stuff planned. Right. I mean, we got more stuff to talk about. And, and in the next episode, we'll deep dive into some of the, uh, uh, projects that I know uh, Jed's working on. Yep. Maybe we can get Jed in here to talk about some of what he's got going on. Yeah, he stopped uh, in the other day and he sh- told me all these projects, and I'm like, I'm going to be in another Jed Bryan movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gil's looking to expand his uh, his uh, IMDb page. That's right. And, you know, for, 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 at first four uh, entries on my IMDb page was enough. Now I'm like, nah, I'll take more. <laughs> yeah, no, got to have more. So, all right, Tony, any uh, other closing words? Nope. Just uh, look forward to doing more of the Nerd Up podcast. Hope everybody has a good 2022. Hope you uh, survive 2021 as best you could. (laughs) I know you did. (laughs) As best you could. (laughs) could. It took me out in the end almost. Yeah. uh, Well, uh, you know, again, like I do at work, I'll just take uh, what Tony says and say, hey, same thing. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I do at work. I just take his workings and repeat it. Uh, So, Hey, have yourself a great new year, and like we say at the end of every episode, stay Stay nerdy. Prepare to be terrified. Lawford County Productions presents the unlisted owner director's cut, featuring nine minutes of never-before-seen footage. Out now via Amazon Streaming and coming soon to Blu-ray and DVD. You've been warned. You've been warned.